Um, well, welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Marcus Parks. I'm Jackie I, I, have, I have coffee mouth. I'm sorry. It's okay. You should probably get some water or something. Well, you know, I should have before we started recording, but fuck it. Fuck too, it. Too late now. <laughs> How you doing today, Jackie? I'm doing really well today. Yeah? I was, uh, I'm in a holiday mood. I'm right off the bat. Started watching holiday movies. Started like throwing on the holiday music. I am completely one of those people that annoys every other person <laughs> because I will only play Christmas music. And um, I watch Uncle Buck and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles today. Really? So good. You know, John Candy's so good. Oh, John Candy's fucking amazing. Like Uncle Buck. Like you were telling me, like Uncle Buck is you, like your family. Yes. Like how? Well. If you guys have ever seen Uncle Buck before, the older sister in it is like the cunt of all cunts. Um, and the two kids, Macaulay Culkin and whatever that other girl's name, I know her name is Maisie in the movie. And uh, <laughs> it was basically Henry and I were the two younger kids and our older sister was completely that girl where just a huge bitch. Huge bitch to everyone in the family. Everyone just didn't want to deal with her. And we were just like, ah, 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 just the most annoying children ever. Yeah. And uh, it, it's weird. We don't we don't even really watch it in the house anymore because my mom has like nom flashbacks of when we were little and when the house used to be like that because she just completely ran the house. Yeah. Because no one, she would just have these tantrums. It's like, you're 18 years old. Yeah. Cool out. <laughs> I don't know. Some teenage girls are like that. Oh, yeah. And I was never like that. I, I, I mean, I did all the drugs under the sun. I was not good on the outside of the house. But on the inside of the house, according to the house, I was the best. And I was the angel of the family. My mom never knew about the outside of the house, Jackie, just of course, the inside of the house. As is the way it should be. Yes, because I was good at it. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is that certain people at that age are not good at it. Yeah. You get caught. And so if you're going to be stupid... Don't do it. Yeah. And if you get caught, fucking own up to it. Have to. Like, own up to it. Learn from your mistake. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, I'm sorry. You know, and be genuinely sorry. Yeah. And you know why you're sorry? Because you got caught. You got caught. And you're and making your parents worried. Exactly. And then they have to watch you. Because really, I feel like parents, you know, what they don't see, they don't see, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be that stupid, that's just more work for them. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to do that. They don't want to be watching everything that you do all the time. No. They just want to trust you. So just don't be an idiot. Yeah, they got their own shit going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I never got caught in high school. Really? Yeah, I got caught in... Cheers to us. Hey, hey. Now, I got caught in a junior high once. Doing what? Uh, Drinking. Uh. Yeah, I got caught by the town cop. Uh, he, uh, we were, well, we used to go to the drive-in every Sunday. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was it your mother's second cousin that was the town cop? <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. His name was Greg Hearn. Uh, wasn't a bad guy. You know, he was fine. He was also, in addition to being the cop, he was also the school's custodian. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little hard to respect a man when you see him, like, cleaning up vomit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but still, he did his best, and he did okay. Uh, But we were at the drive-in, and uh, he decided to just go back, like, because all the the kids hung out in the back. Yeah. You know, we were back there. You know, you never actually watched the movie. Were you in a car? 
No, no, no. Okay, I was just, just hanging. Just hanging out. Like, nobody actually watched the movie. You just hung out for the entire time. And uh, he came back, and he thought he was real clever. He didn't have to do this, but he put his uh, hat on backwards oh. so as to look like a teenager. Okay, I, but, I don't think that's what it makes you look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it look, makes you look like a uh, fucking middle-aged man with the hat on backwards. Yes, like but, Deputy Dewey from Scream. <laughs> That's how I imagine hey, it. Hey, kids, yeah. are you doing okay? I'm cool. I'm cool. No, no, no. I shouldn't fun. be drinking, but give me some. <laughs> <laughs> but he came back, and uh, he had the hat on backwards, and he just shined a light in my face. And I had, like, a, a beer in my hand. I was, like, 14. I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, he didn't bust me or anything. He was just, he just like, go home and tell your parents uh, like go drive home and <laughs> <laughs> you 14 year old shouldn't be driving or drinking no not not at all but we we started driving very young at yeah, a very sure. young age because everything's so far apart I start I learned how to drive when I was 11 too uh, young I am hey I was good at it man I'm a fucking great driver I only got into one accident uh, and that was uh, I, it wasn't my fault like a girl had backed out and, right in front of me and I accidentally Hit her with uh, my hit her with my El Camino. How old were you? Uh, I think like fourteen, <laughs> yeah, fourteen or fifteen. Texas is just such a different place than it, everywhere else, and especially small town Texas. I'm sure they're like these weird little bizarro worlds, and each town is different. Like our town was known as the trashy town. Aww. We were not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucked, and we kind of were. You know, we were all of our, like, our town was like, all of the fighters lived there. A trashy with a good heart. Yeah! We had a great heart. <laughs> and we fucking, we stuck by our own. Uh, we were known as, like, the, the fighters, the drinkers, uh, the potheads, like, just known. The ruffians. We, the ruffians, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And everyone looked down on us. Like, Rochester, you're dating a boy from Rochester? That's <laughs> terrible. Like, they're, they're all horrible people down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we kind of took it as a badge of honor. Of course, uh, you yeah, have to. Yeah, you have to own it. Or you'd leave. Yeah, yeah. And then, and we'd talk shit. Like, there was only one other town that we really talked shit about, and that was Rural. They were like 10, they were 10 miles away, and they were our rival and everything. And we used to say that uh, the stoplight and Rural was where the asshole of the world is. Ooh. Yeah, that was before we learned about things like the Democratic Republic of the Congo, uh, Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> the real. The real assholes <laughs> of the world, yeah. Yeah, those people were just dicks. <laughs> uh, and uh, like it's fine like dicks are are totally fine who cares yeah. you know if they just look down on the other people in another small town uh but you know but we were fine and uh i and you know back to you know being a teenager and all that that was the only time I got caught, and all throughout high school, I was just a mopey kid who drank a lot. Did you tell your parents when you got sent home by the cop? I did, yeah, yeah, because I knew he was going to talk to him about yeah. it eventually. Uh, and also good for him. I feel like that that's a good way to gauge a cop. It's like yeah. he knows he has to stop you, but he's not what he's going to do, arrest you, you know? It's yeah. It's like just scare the bejesus out of a kid, and then it's fine. I was uh, scared as fuck. Exactly, yeah, yeah. especially with the light shining in your face. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a, I feel like that's the way it should be. He was actually a good, he was a good cop. Like and a he, janitor, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> and a fantastic janitor. <laughs> Till the day the school shut down. Oh. He still did. Uh, so before or after all the restaurants in the town shut down? Uh, the school shut down first. 
and then, well, the restaurant had pretty much shut down uh, for the most part, and then the school shut down, and then after the school shut down, it's just... I can't imagine it's a ghost town. It is. It's absolutely a ghost town now. Like, I think there's only about 200 people living there. And there were, when I was a kid, there were 400 people living there, and it's easily half that now. Damn. Like, there's a, there's a hardware store. Uh, a couple of weird Russian women opened up a restaurant recently. In Texas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, there was a, uh, now all the farming, since none of the farmers could uh, afford to be farmers there anymore because there was no bank anymore, or at least not a bank that would support them because in a small town, the bank is the lifeblood. They're the ones that keep people going because, you know, sometimes your crop doesn't work out. So the bank will make kind of a risky loan on you just to kind of get you through that year and to keep your kids in school and to keep the community alive. It is a fuck. I don't know how my dad did it for so long. God. It was just the it was the hardest balancing act that you could possibly think of. It's like it's your job to keep the town alive. Yeah. Uh, and then. I mean, it's so weird how, like, our small town was destroyed by corporations because a corporation came down and took over our bank, learned everything they could from my parents, uh, and told them, you have a job, you have a job, it's cool. Like, just, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Yes, we own you now, uh, but you're still here. They learned everything they could from them, and then they fucking fired both of them the same day. Because my parents worked together for 20 years, uh, and... They fucking kicked them out. After that happened, none of the small town farmers, none of them could keep going. Uh, none of the ranchers could. Uh, and so the corporations moved in, corporate farming. Uh, and now you've got like two guys running everything. And the people that come in, like they come in, they come out. Like they will work a season and then they'll leave again. They're journeymen. Uh, and so one of these journeymen brought his new Russian bride with him. And uh, that he bought yeah. online, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they brought. Uh, he brought her in, and in the middle of him, like being in this, you know, situation, working uh, in this small town, she decided that she liked it. That she liked the place. They got a divorce. She took one of the abandoned buildings downtown, and by downtown, I mean a block. Uh, <laughs> one block is like a hardware store, uh, a, a tiny museum that had all like the, of like the railroad years, which is actually super fucking cool. I once broke in there, and uh, <laughs> I once broke in there. They have all this cool World War One clothing on, Ooh. and I tried on. You can actually see it in my Facebook badge. Uh, you, they, I tried on like World War One, like this jacket. And uh, and a, one of those like weird doughboy hats, Ooh. and like did a full on pose, like hello, look at me, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, but this woman opened up this little cafe uh, and brought her sister in from Russia, and I've, I haven't met them. My parents don't live there anymore; uh, they moved back to their hometown. My brother still lives there, but I don't get a whole lot of chance to spend time there when I go visit home because I'm only there for like four days. Uh, so now there's these two weird Russian women. Just hanging out. I don't know. What, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but hey, they they love it. Because I tell you what, as shitty as Rochester, Texas is, I guarantee it's a hell of a lot better than Russia. Yeah, <laughs> man, I feel like I just read the Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> Old Tom Joe on the dirt road. Well, there was a, a friend of mine in college that said that uh, my life reads like a Faulkner novel. 
I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird shit. Sad and dark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sad and dark, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I had a, a, my childhood, like my, my actual like family, not really that sad and dark. Dark, yes. Uh, but that <laughs> just comes from growing up in that place. But not sad. I had a fucking, I had a fine childhood. Sure. Yeah, as, to, as, as did you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a great time growing up. Yeah. It was intense for most of the years of my growing up. That's that's a lie. It was <laughs> <laughs> mostly tense. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, your your sister. Yeah. I mean, you've talked about her on the show before. Oh, yeah. It seems like she hasn't really grown out of that cunty phase. No, not really. I mean, she's a mom now, so there's that. So at least she has some kind of caring and but compassion. A new mom. Yes. Well, six years now. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Bella's all old now. So um, adorable child. By she's the way. very cute. Yeah. She's just like my sister. Terrifying to watch. <laughs> so scary to watch someone that you think you know those people that you look at growing up. And you're just like you should never have kids. Mm-hmm. You should never have kids. And that was my sister. And now she has one. And it's just she's making another person just like her. And I just <sighs> can't even imagine it. I can't even imagine. It's it's terrifying. Yeah. Even my mom gets like the shiver. She's just like, there's something <laughs> wrong with that child. She just like sees it in her eye that she's like, she's gonna be just like her growing up. Oh, but man. then exactly that's what she gets. Yeah, you're gonna be like that. Then oh, I can't even imagine the screaming fights because my mom just used to scream at each other. <sighs> just absolutely because my I was like weird. I was. Henry and I were always kind of terrified of my mother. You know, I mean, not really. We loved her and everything, but mm-hmm. all she had to do was give us a look. Yeah. We never got hit, never got yelled at, because we just wanted her to always think we were the best. <laughs> and, then, and then there was my sister. Then they would just One time I watched, my sister took a phone. She was on the phone. My mom didn't want her to be on the phone. And she was like, get off the phone now. And she's like, I'm not done yet, you fucking bitch. Took the phone and hit my mother in the face of the phone. Jesus. I have never seen my mom slap a child so hard (laughs) in my entire life. Like, I heard her hand whistle through the air as it hit her face. And I was impressed. I just stood in the kitchen, just mouth ajar. I was probably like six. And I was like, nope, never going to do that. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm, not going to. Oh. It'll be funny for the rest of my life. Well, you know, we're right in the middle of the holiday season right now. We've yeah, just speaking of families. Yeah, we've just ended with Thanksgiving. You know, Christmas is coming up here pretty soon. But both neither one of us spent Thanksgiving with uh, like family, like you know, no. parents and extended family. I mean, you spent it with Henry. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, didn't spend it uh, with any family at all. I feel like in growing up, Thanksgiving really isn't about. Family, family, it's more, at least for me, it's more about friend family. It's like the family you choose rather yeah. than your actual legitimate family. I think it's that way because of us because we live so far away from home. Right. Like a lot of people that I know that grew up in New Jersey oh, or if I were close, Connecticut, yeah. Anything, yeah, they go back and they, they hang out with their family. But transplants like us, people, I mean, fuck, I live about 2,000 miles away from my yeah. family. You know, you live, you know, about the same, if yeah. not farther, uh, down in Florida. Uh, so we don't really get to see our family on Thanksgiving. I don't think I've, in the six years that I've been here, I don't think I've gone back for Thanksgiving once. No, yeah. no, me neither. But always for Christmas, it is a, it's a non-option. Mm-hmm. My parents still buy me a plane ticket home every year just because they t- they will not take I don't have enough money to yeah. get home as an answer. Me too. Which, yeah. we're very spoiled. I know, <laughs> uh, like, mm-hmm. uh, my boyfriend is not that fortunate. His parents are not that way, so he just doesn't go home for 
Christmas. Yeah. It makes me devastated because then he's home. He's here by himself. But, you know, me and Doug ha- did spend an amazing Christmas together. That's true. Last it, year. Yeah. Last year we weren't uh, like neither one of us were able to go home. And uh, so instead we went uh, to visit Ed Larson from the Roundtable of Gentlemen. We went with him to spend Christmas with his mother out in New Jersey, and it was fucking awesome. It was so much fun. I I can't remember the last time I I just had, you know, just, you know, fun on a holiday. Right. You know, because with your family, it's great, but it's a different kind of fun. You know, this was getting drunk with my friends in a place I'd never been before with a woman that, you know, is fantastic. Ed's mother is fantastic. She's the best. I love Kathleen. Yes. She's, you can hear on, I think, episode eight of the Roundtable of Gentlemen. Oh, man, and she is a hoot on that episode. <laughs> yeah, the episode's called Mama Kathleen. So definitely, <laughs> definitely go back and listen to that one to, you know, hear why, exactly why uh, spending Christmas with Ed's mother was so fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She had a, uh, what did she have? She turned her coffee table into a bed for her dogs. Oh, my God. Like, and that it was dog. just, it was the cutest thing Ever and a couple of <laughs> and a couple of Eddie's old friends came and uh, you know got to hang out and meet them and uh, and it was just great and then me and Doug took the bus home back to New York City at like you know one o'clock in the morning fucking drunk and high as shit <laughs> just like hey, see you later <laughs> with a whole bunch of free food it was I feel fucking like great having a holiday like that without your family takes away all of the familial guilt that inevitably follows yes. any time. Anything has to do with a holiday. Like you had just said, I spent Thanksgiving with Henry, but I spent Thanksgiving with Henry and his girlfriend's family, which was wonderful. I had an amazing time. Mm-hmm. But it, I was there because of the guilt from him of, <laughs> we have to be together on Thanksgiving. Family. I'm your family. Yeah. We're together always on Thanksgiving. But he always goes there for Thanksgiving. I never go there for Thanksgiving. For yeah. some reason this year, he decided to lay on the guilt for me to go there. Weird. Yeah, I think me and you have spent, what, the last three Thanksgivings together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was It was weird to not be around yet, to tell you the I know, truth. It yeah, was very it, weird. <laughs> it was strange, to, yeah, to not, like, be around, like, you and Ben and Holden, like, which Thanksgiving was great. Like, Nikita had, like, cooked up a fucking amazing meal, and, uh, you know, her, my roommate was there and her roommates, and uh, I, I finally got to meet, like, one of her friends that she had told me about, and he was a super fucking cool guy, made a new friend, That's which great. you don't often do on Thanksgiving. No. Uh, but yeah, made a new friend. Uh, so you know, it, it was it was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I kind of missed having you around. Yeah, I missed um, you too, man. Yeah. And it's just it has to do with that. I just feel like, especially around the holidays, you just and find yourself doing and paying for things and thinking about things that you don't want to do or pay for or think about mm-hmm. because you have to. Yeah. Because you have to do it. Yeah. And it's like, how much do you love, Mom? Are you willing to spend two hundred dollars? <laughs> Will you spend three fifty on an iPad? Because <laughs> also that's my family is the holidays are gifts. It is like we spend thousands at Christmas. Yeah. Every single one of us. And it's great because they're all like really thoughtful and Everyone really tries very hard, but at the same time, I know no one that has to start shopping a month in advance just to, like, balance their checkbook every week because, mm-hmm. like, I can only spend, like, 200 a week. Okay, so I can pay my bills and so I can live my life, and it's just—it's terrifying. Yeah. It's so much pressure. No, I'm doing the same thing. Like, I'm having to put—like, uh, th- today I figured out, like, I'm putting off, like, 50 bucks a week for the next few weeks— 
so I can like you know like buy gifts. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and the key is fucking awesome. Like she's already bought gifts for half of my family. That's awesome. And I'm like Jesus. Uh, and her gifts are so much better than mine. Of course they are. She's met them once. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why, like, for Doug, I buy all the gifts from him for my family. Ah, uh, yeah. It just always makes my mom cry. She's like, how did he know I wanted these earrings? I'm like, he just <laughs> thought about it, Mom. He just really yeah. thought about he it. He just really, just really thought. And <laughs> and he's got so much love yep. for you. Yeah, and he really, you know, he cares so yeah. much. <laughs> and he thinks about everything besides his guitar all the time. <laughs> but I just feel like I think that that's something that I want to start over again that we had this conversation where I always buy Doug extravagant gifts as well and he's mm-hmm. like how about we stop it <laughs> how about we stop it like with our family like and if we continue on and have a family he's like let's not make it about how much you spend and how and that's how much you love each other yeah you know it's like why can't we just make each other things and stuff like that but it's really hard to drop I don't know how to do it yeah, I mean, hell, last year you bought him that gigantic fucking TV. Yeah. Yeah, I because remember. I love him. That's yeah. how, that's, that's all I, I can't, like, I'm a weirdly, you know, uh, detached emotional person sometimes, so mm-hmm. that's how I can be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm crazy. TV. <laughs> You're not that crazy. No, no, not TV crazy, I guess, but yeah, 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 keyboard yeah. crazy. I got him a keyboard for his birthday, too. Yeah, it's a really nice keyboard, and thank you because it's helped our band a lot. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was, uh, that was, I kind of felt like that was also a little bit of gift for, like, me and Holden, too. <laughs> for all the boys. <laughs> yeah, for all the boys and the cowmen. Do you get, do you get guilt around Christmas? Uh, really, the only guilt that I get is like because you know you know me like you know friends are are important to me uh, you know as you know of course family's like the most important but right. you know friends I get more guilt for my friends than I do for my family yeah like and it's and that's like such a weird thing to to try to balance because if I go back home and talk if I go. And, and here's how I'm fixing it: is that I'm not spending one goddamn night in Lubbock this year because I'm not yeah. fr- I'm not from Lubbock. My brother lives there. I'm not from there. I'm from like three hours away. But I use since my brother's there, I usually end up spending like one night, at least like one night there or something like that. Uh, and my friends like will if I don't see them over the holidays, like they'll kind of like why why do you come see me? Like why didn't why didn't we like go out and like have like lunch or like dinner or something? Yeah. And and for years it, it was like okay like I have to like I have to go out and I have to see them because I'll feel guilty if if I don't. But then if I do like my family makes me feel guilty, guilty. as well. Even though it's like it's not like I you know, completely block off an entire night because my family goes to bed pretty early. Right. And, you know, we're both late night people. Exactly. You and, just go out late with your friends. Yeah. And I just go out late. It's like I go out at like nine or 10. We'll go out, you know, I'll drink with them for uh, a couple hours. I'll crash on a friend's couch and then I'll, you know, drive back to uh, to my brother's place the next morning. Uh, but for some reason, it still just burns their ass. Yeah. Like I, I know and I get it. Like I, I absolutely get it, uh, and I see it, but it's like now, you know. I I think it's after what happened uh, last time I went home, or I, I, just you know with with the funeral, to, my, my oh, pop, right. you know, like my my grandfather dying and all that. It it sort of made me like realize like okay, family is the most important thing, and yeah. I I need to just be with them. 
And because this is, and also this is going to be kind of a hard Christmas for us because it's our first Christmas without him. Right. You know? Oh, shit. I just realized that. It's going to be fine. Okay. It's going to be fine, Marcus. <laughs> it's all going to be fine. I know it's, I know it's going to be fine. And I, and I know it's going to be okay, but, but still it's going to be, it's going to be weird and yeah. it's, and it's going to be hard. Uh, and this is kind of, this is the first time that I've had to deal with that. Like, uh, going back, like the first holiday without, you know, a, yeah. a very, very close family member. Like, have you ever like had to go through anything like that? Um, yeah, I when, when my grandfather passed away, it was the same way. I mean, he was the only person in in our family in Florida, especially because they had moved down there. My my mom's parents moved down there when he passed away because my mom and he were extremely close. Yeah, and I was close to him, but like my mom, like they were like. It w- you know. It's just like my grand, my grandfather, and my dad. Really, you know, they saw each other every single day, yeah. multiple times a day. And uh, also because like my mom's mom was so terrible and like she's such a mean, horrible bitch of a human being that like yeah. who's still dad, alive, who is still <laughs> fucking alive. Like he's just clinging on to it. And she's healthy as a fucking horse. But that was, but th- that's why my mom was so close to my grandfather because that was her only solace, even though he was in and out of town. All the time. Mm-hmm. So that first Christmas, she cried all day. She yeah. cried all day because he'd only passed away like a month and a half before Christmas. Uh, Jesus. So I do understand. It was weird because I wasn't that close to him because I was always so scared of my grandmother that I never, my mom didn't really, she kept us separate yeah. from them for most of our lives. So I never really got to know him. I got to know about him afterwards. Yeah. And so, and he was like the coolest fucking guy ever. That sucks. Yeah. That you did, it sucks that you didn't get to know him. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, it's cool. I've, we've got all these like letters from like Richard Nixon to him. What? And, like, he was the head of uh, public relations for Pan Am, the uh, the old um, mm-hmm. airline. And then he also became, then became the vice president of Pepsi. So he met every like celebrity under the sun and it was his job to make them comfortable so that like he just got to know all of these people <sighs> so there's all these pictures with him and like that was when Joan Crawford married the president of Pepsi mm-hmm. so like Joan Cra- like they've got all these pictures of Joan Crawford my mom has this like big diamond necklace from Joan Crawford from her first marriage whoa yeah but it was like it was so awesome because he just traveled his whole life but that's why he was never there yeah but yeah. i do understand <laughs> so way back into that no it's i like, mean it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be hard for all of us i know like in particular i know it's gonna be really hard for my dad yeah but it's uh, like at least you're there yeah is yeah Ni- is nikita going with you yeah. yeah 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 that's awesome yeah absolutely yeah my family like loves her she loves my family and it's She's, also about the moving on with life you know it's like yeah. that's you know you guys are going to be together for a long time yeah and it's just and it's and I'm sad that she never got to know him and and here's here's actually the great thing is that my mom has has prepped my other grandparents that she is in fact black. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still can't believe that that wasn't that big of a thing when he went home. It, no, it, I we did not get one dirty look. We did not get one offhanded comment. Everybody, every single person that uh, that we talked to that we met was just like nothing but. Fucking! I mean, just the mo- biggest gentleman. Like I told you about the guy yeah. that like took off his hat, put it over his heart, and bowed to her. Very nice to meet you, ma'am. I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that she's British. That it, like in the <laughs> south, it like 
black and British kind of cancel each other out, and then it makes you like a normal human being. I don't know, man. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but it was. It wasn't. But you know, the thing is that I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I was. I was surprised that we didn't really get any looks like around. Like, just from strangers or anything like that. I was mildly surprised at that, but I wasn't worried. Uh, but my my family and, like, my family friends did not... I knew they were going to be, like, nothing but fucking awesome. Hell you know? yeah. And who knows what they said when we weren't around. That's fine. Like, <laughs> just keep it covered up. I yeah, yeah. Just, it. I'm not going to think about that. Not going to, you know, really go, uh, like, any... I'm not going to spend any brain power on anything like that. Uh, so I just sort of, I take it for what it is, you know, it's and, so I, and I like it. It's scary how much you need familial approval about your significant other. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. Like, I think that's a significant thing in every family, no matter how you feel about your family, that all you want is for them to love the person you love as well. Well, I think it's also just because that comes from loving your family. Right. And from coming from a loving family. Uh, and if they, you know, and just actually liking them and, you know, showing them that uh, it's like, okay, I love this person. I know you're going to love them too. But please love them. Yeah, please, 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 please. <laughs> yeah, please, please love them because I love her and I love you and I want all of us to love each other and not have any kind of problems. And I had no doubt that they were going to love her. Yeah. But you also, but I also have a worst case scenario brain. Have you ever had a girlfriend that your parents didn't like? Uh, yes, but they didn't tell me until much later. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it, it. Was fine. Yeah, it was that horrid bitch that I dated in college. Mm. Uh, yeah, she was just mean, you know. And they knew she was mean, and they could tell that she was. And she kind of and she treated me like a child. Uh, and well, she was just a just a mean just a bitch. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel bad for what I did to her. Uh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches get what they deserve. Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't know if anyone deserved that. Uh, I've talked about it on this show before. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was a bad thing. Yeah. But it was also in the middle of a nervous breakdown. I take full responsibility the, oh, for it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Then it, you know, that's also, that's a lot of different things. It's though. a lot of different things. Like, I, I take full responsibility for all the bad shit that I've done while in a manic episode. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't mean that bitches get what they deserve as well, because you don't know why they're a bitch. Everyone no. is a bitch for a specific reason. It's yeah. like, you don't know where they're coming from. Also, the worst part is that most bitches don't even know that they're being bitches. Yeah. That's why you got to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to let them know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but it's it's very, it, it is definitely a need. I, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. And I think that does, I think that comes from being from a healthy family, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think that's a good thing. And then there's also the opposite spectrum of, which I did get with my sister a lot, where she would date men just to enrage my family. That I don't get. That, it, well, it's just attention. Like, she just needed attention in any way possible. So she would just date the worst people and bring them into the house and my mom was like, I don't want them in the house. Yeah. You know, it's like, they're not good people. I don't know how that, I don't know how anyone could have that sort of mindset, that that's the only thing that they think about. It's like, I'm going to do this to piss off my parents. Like, why? You're being treated like shit. You're spending so much time and so much energy on trying to piss off your parents? Yeah. Like, and you're being treated like shit, you're with a piece of shit, and yet you are 
But but you're only doing this for one reason is just to piss people off. Take that energy and put it into something else. Yeah, put crocheting. It into yourself exactly. Knitting. Maybe <laughs> I think they like the same thing. <laughs> well, I wanted to give two options. Yeah, no, those are the only two options. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or put the energy into finding someone who will actually treat you like a hum- fucking human being. Exactly. You know, and I guess some people want that excitement. They want that drama. It sounds like your sister is a big fan of creating drama. Drama. Yeah, drama. Oh, yeah. Which is the worst fucking thing. I, I don't understand that. I want no drama. None. I like to gossip, sure. I yeah, like well. other people's drama. <laughs> but I don't want it to have anything to do with me. Ooh, girl. Mm, you know I love gossip. <laughs> yeah, that that's fine. Uh, well, I got. I had a tiny bit of drama recently. Oh, oh yeah. Not so what's not a lot this? of drama. I'm very intrigued because we almost surfaced this conversation yesterday when we um, recorded page seven. Yeah. And Marcus saved it for today, so yeah. I'm really excited to hear what you were about to talk about. Well, it's uh, it's one of those things where you realize that you shouldn't talk. To your significant other about the type of porn you watch, unless you watch porn together. Do I know that story (laughs) well? I got like shivers up the back of my spine. Yeah, yeah. So what happened? So, you know, as I I mentioned before, uh, uh, Nikita's black. uh, Whoa, whoa, what? What? And so, as a result. I got really into ebony porn. Sure. For yeah, a while. Yeah, because like I'm so fu- like I'd thought about her the whole time when I when I'm jacking off anyway, so yeah. I think might as well get the closest thing to the, you know, to, like, <laughs> uh, like yeah, why not? Ah, uh, you didn't say that, did you? No. No, oh, not really. Not really. Not really. <laughs> And then I, well, then I, uh, you know, but then as I started searching more and more, I found this girl named Mia. Oh. Who kind of looks a little bit like Nikita. Oh. Like, just kind of looks a little bit like her. And so I was drunk one night, and I'm being trying to be, and I'm thinking I'm going to be all romantic. And the subject of porn comes Not up, romantic. and I'm thinking like this is got man, she is going to love this. She is like, yeah, it's like I'm so into you, baby. I watch black porn. Oh, and I've been watching it for a long time. Oh, and, no. and what did she say? Oh man, she was like, that is not flattering. Uh, well, I mean, why I mean, isn't it flattering? I well, the way the way she put it is like how she looks at porn is like there's like it's a total fantasy. Yeah, and it's like, and she was uncomfortable with the fantasy world blurring with reality, reality. which I told I understood completely. Especially when you're watching something that looks just like her as well. It's yeah, like, that is not her. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. not the same. Yeah, not just like her. So now I she get that. Now she calls the porn star Mia Blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Maya Blackface. <laughs> it's a Maya Blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, of course, she, you know, and she wasn't that offended by it. It wasn't like a big knockdown drag out or anything like that. No, it's just but one of But she did mm. give me shit about it for a while. Yeah. Uh, and after a while, I was like, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I get it. It's fine. Like, let's just 
not talk about it. I'll just watch Asian porn from now on. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that is good because that would have been a different thing altogether. <laughs> no, I definitely. And I, not that I'm just watching Asian <laughs> porn now. Watching all kinds of. Oh, porn. Yeah, I am going the full spectrum. <laughs> full spectrum. Checking all kinds of shit out. This uh, this one time, Doug and I were also drunk, and we were talking about the kind of porn that we watch, and. I started going into, at the time, what mm-hmm. I was watching. And, you know, it's not the most, you know, it's like I like babysitter stuff. I like, like, girls getting into trouble kind yeah. of things. Like, I'm totally into all that. I kind of like that stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like there's someone that's like, like the man is kind of like, you've been bad kind of thing, but not Teacher like that. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Caught them cheating on a test and got a, like, now you have to give me a blowjob kind of thing. <laughs> which I thought was fine. And then I asked him and it was like come on yeah you like that stuff he's like i like normal porn just people fucking he's like i just like to watch people fucking i was like no that can't be and he's like <laughs> i he's like i i don't know i thought he thought i watched regular porn and uh-huh. i thought he watched weirder things see I, th- I don't think i think babysitter porn that's regular porn is that regular that's absolutely regular porn even though it's like naughty like Girls, there is nothing. Yeah, that's absolutely regular porn. That's fine. Okay, so I'm normal. Yeah, you're totally normal. I, I mean, when you no said like, weird porn, I was expecting like fucking weird, like bondage, and well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it all changes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and even bondage porn really isn't that weird. Yeah. I mean, by weird, when I think of weird, because you know, I'm a bit of a connoisseur. Yeah. I mean, and not it's that not, weird. and I don't jerk off to it. I'm just fascinated mm. by it. Like I'm just fascinated by how far human sexuality can go and like what people, you know, will do to get themselves off. What I don't understand is guys that really like splacker porn. I have watched a bunch I kinda of li- it. I kind of like it. See, I don't get it because it looks like it, for those of you that don't know splacker is like is when a woman like hardcore ejaculates squirt porn. Uh, squirt porn. Yeah, that's uh, that's the generally oh, accepted. That, oh, okay. That's the general uh, uh, tum- numer- n- terminology. Terminology. <laughs> well, I watched this guy and he shoved his whole hand, but not like in a fist, like flat mm-hmm. up inside a woman, and she, the juice just shot out of her like a goddamn rocket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I, it looks like she's just pissing all over him, which I guess some guys get. Maybe that's like the whole. That like the guys that like that kind of porn. See, I love what I like to watch is I like I really like to watch a woman have an orgasm. Sure, definitely. I fucking I yeah. love I love that. Of like course. that's so fucking Any great. Any good like, man should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like sometimes I'll watch like like masturbation porn. Yeah. Uh, and I'll watch you know other things. I love seeing my lady do it. It's like the fucking hottest thing. Yeah. In the world, like it's just. I don't know. It it just fucking gets me off so fast. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's like if we're both like, you know, which mutual masturbation is a lot of fun. I think it is. It it's really, really is. fun. It really is. And as soon as she has an orgasm, I'm like five. Right there. Se- I'm like five seconds behind her. That's the best part when you can find someone like that. We're definitely yeah. like that, where it's just like it's us- It's almost simultaneous. Simultaneous. Yeah. Which is awesome. So if you can ever great. figure out how to do that with your partner, definitely get simultaneous orgasms. I don't really, I don't know if it's something that you figure out. Really? Like, I don't know if it's a, a skill or, uh, I don't but know if it's something that you can really plan on. I feel I like think it's, it's something just something that, like, you're so fucking hot for each other or just orgasms in general yeah. make you, like, just will make you come. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because that's what it is. It's like it's that same thing. Like I feel that same exact way. That it's like the second you feel it, like of both people, it's like how do you stop yourself? Yeah, going. That's kind of that's how I feel about it too. And you know what? This is actually a very good segue into our question for. Oh today. man, yeah. Yeah, this one. I've is, thought about this question a lot. Yeah, and yeah. I've tried out a lot of things since <laughs> I've read the question. All right, let me see here. All right, this one. Uh, you know, really, like, we can call this girl Kelly. Sure. Yeah. Hello, Jackie and Marcus. First, I'm glad that Jackie was the choice to continue on the show. Good choice. Thank you, yeah, Kelly. I appreciate that. Smiley face right after it. Yes. Second, I have a question or two for you both. My boyfriend and I have been going out for about a year now, and we're best friends before that for about a year. We have sex as often as we can, and I'm happy with our sex life, but lately my boyfriend doesn't seem to be satisfied. How do I keep things exciting? How much does sex affect relationship if a partner isn't satisfied in that aspect? I'd be very happy for some suggestions, some suggestions and opinions on the matter, but no butt stuff, understandably. Yes. Thank you, and keep up the good work. Hell yeah. I get no butt stuff, I understand. Yeah, me too. I don't like butt stuff either. I've done it, but it's not... I, I don't think that is something that keeps your relationship alive. I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. Unless, like, if you are into it, hell yeah. Have at. Have a great fucking time with it. Mm-hmm. It's But that is definitely something that, if you don't want it, be very clear about it. Yeah. Because it, cause especially if you're not into it, it is no fun no. for either person. God, really. no. no. Um, and um, so basically, I think that the sex pleasure level is extremely important. It's very important. I mean, I've definitely been in a relationship with someone where, you know, I, w- I just wasn't having orgasms at all. And it just makes you not be attracted to them anymore. And it also, there's a sort of, there's a connection that right. you need with an orgasm. Because like, really, uh, you know, an orgasm in a, in a relationship, especially a female orgasm, yeah. brings both of you closer. And it gives you a very, like, solid connection that needs to, uh, to be cultivated. That can't go away. Exactly. Like, it can't be something that goes to the wayside. You have to keep that going. Exactly. Now the question is how. Right. And it, it, if you're saying that he's not so satisfied, so what exactly do you mean? Like, is he not coming? Or is it just that you feel that when you look at him because you're not having as much sex? Which I have had those periods in my relationship where you're not having as much sex and you're like, he's not being sexually satisfied. And, and I've talked with him about it, which is awesome to do. Mm-hmm. Always bring it up. And it's not that the sex is always great. It's just usually there's just not enough of it. Yeah. But, you you know, you get tired, as you, especially you said you've known each other for a few years years too um but it's actually pretty easy to keep things alive and i've been with doug for about six years on and off Mm -hmm. pretty much and i think marcus and i were talking about this before it's just your fantasies are always changing yes even especially since we've been together what i used to like is not what i like anymore and i like different things and we keep that alive by talking about it Mm -hmm. anytime i start watching a new kind of porn like i was saying that i also really like not not technically like bondage stuff, but like the rough, like being held down mm-hmm. and, you know, being cuffed and things like that. And so you incorporate it. You just use all of your fantasies. And also we were talking about if you try a fantasy out and it does not work, it's okay. Just move on. Yeah. And so there's two different people in this. You know he has different fantasies than you have. But it's all about being 
comfortable enough to really talk about it, mm-hmm. which takes a while. Yeah, and you can't be naggy about it. Right. Like, that's because if there's one thing that not just guys, but all people hate, is when the other person is like, what's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong? What's the matter? What's going on? What's wrong? And, like, and there are different ways to ask what's wrong right. and different ways to actually you what you want is you want a question that's going to start a conversation exactly because if you just say what's wrong then they're going to say nothing nothing or they're going to or you just and sometimes you can't pinpoint what's wrong right. you can't put uh you can't make uh put it into words yeah like like just like, <laughs> like i that. couldn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just then uh and so you have to figure out the right question to ask. Right. And especially I think that also goes hand in hand with the surprising action of sex rather than getting into that routine of so you don't ask what's wrong. You just while he's washing the dishes, go up behind him and start rubbing his dick. Yeah. You know, and, and get him hard while you're while he's washing the dick. You know, it's like mm-hmm. this sneak attack. And then it's <laughs> so and I feel like postcoital then you talk about it. Exactly. That is such a good time to talk about anything you need to talk about. And and if it's on the kitchen floor, awesome. You know? Mm-hmm. Get into weird areas. Do it in the fucking bathroom, the bar that you're drinking at. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's always a good one. <laughs> when you're just like, uh, when you're at the bar and you're like, I'm horny right now. You want to go in the bathroom with me? Mm-hmm. That has kept... Quite the sex alive in my relationship as well. <laughs> don't ever do it in like a boss's place. Don't do it where you work. No. You know, it's like that's never a good idea because you will be caught. Mm-hmm. And even though like there's the chance of getting caught and that's always fucking hot. Mm. Um, if you're actually caught, though, that really sucks. Yeah. I don't know if, you, if you're you caught, caught by caught your. Before? I've been caught. <laughs> I've never been caught. No. <laughs> If you're caught by your friends, that's one thing. Right. Like, that's because that's if your friends are anything like our friends, they'll give you shit about it for about four days and then just forget about it. Right. And then because they're going to start giving you shit about something else. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, not if it's. You know, like in your parents' house, that's always rough. Have you ever had pe- sex in your parents' house? Fuck yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> but you also don't want it like that's the quiet, hush, hush, no one can hear us sex. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be too loud that your fucking brother or no. your mother or anybody, like that's not fun caught. See, sudden, oh no, that's that's pretty bad caught. I got caught on that once. Yeah. But I was very young. Uh, I was like 19 or something like that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. There was a party at my place. Uh, and, you know, like after I turned 18 my pa- and all my friends were above 18, my parents were like, yeah, all right. Like we're all, you know, we're all semi-adults. Because you know, my dad was always, because my parents come from the Vietnam War era. Yeah. Like they grew up in the middle of all that shit and they would get, like every day they would go to school dreading uh, that they would hear an announcement that another one of their friends was dead. Right. Uh, and the war ended my dad's like senior year in high school. Uh, a few months before he turned 18. Oh, my God. Yeah. That fucking scary, scary shit. And uh, so they were of the opinion that if you're old enough to die in a war, you're old enough to drink. You know? Yeah. And, and everyone would, like, stay at the house all night. No one would go home or anything right. like that. Just a bunch of like kids. If you're over 18, then that's okay. Yeah, just a bunch of kids having fun. And there was a girl... Uh, there at the party uh, that I had dated. Like, she was actually, like, my first, like, quote-unquote girlfriend when I was in, like, fourth grade. Uh And then we had, like, and then she was also, like, my first, like, make-out 
And like she was my first like real kiss at like uh, in like eighth grade, uh, and I, and then she moved away, and she was fucking hot. I'd want to fuck her for years, uh, <laughs> and so I did not care at all. And just and then at, and then she ended up like just sleeping in the same bed as me because we were both drunk and I wasn't thinking right. right. I was thinking like a selfish little prick, yeah. uh, instead of like an adult. Uh, and so they like kind of caught us like the day after. It's like I think mom opened up the door and her tits were all hanging out, oh. and, and we were both yeah. And uh-huh. so it was not a good scene for the family. Yeah, no, that's bad. Yeah, it was real bad. Yeah, Ugh. very, very, very bad. But sex was fucking awesome. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> My sister walked out on, um, I was having sex with a dude on a pool noodle. Like, we were both on the same pool noodle. In wow. The pool. That was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I felt pretty good about that one. And she walked out because, like, we have an in, like, uh, in-ground pool, like, outside. And she, like, opened up the sliding glass door. And she just, like, came outside. And she was like, Jesus fucking Christ. She just, like, walked <laughs> right back in. And was like... But I was drunk because she was supposed to be like my parents were out of town. She was like, mm-hmm. quote unquote, hanging out and like making sure I wasn't doing that. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> so is this after Henry went to college? Yeah. 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 Shit. <laughs> I was like, ah, she's like, you're not. How did this? He didn't even. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I so won. But it was like the saddest part is the more I talk about my sister, it's like she was more jealous the fact that I was doing that than so. like mad at me. It sounds like so it. I felt like I won. Um, so don't do that. Don't do any of those things. No, no. But if you can bring them back to your parents' house and have sex in your in the bed that you grew up in, if that's possible at all, that's great. It's fantastic. That's I don't know what something. I don't know what it is. It's and it, it's like especially with someone that if they had never been there before it's so bad mm-hmm. it's so bad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. me great. and Nikita did that last time I was home That's and then awesome. like we were but and it was like super quiet uh like during because our house is is the house my parents live in is fairly small yeah uh and so we had to be like super quiet and it's also like out in the country so there's no no ambient noise. noise no <laughs> zero fucking noise uh so they uh so we did that and it was it was like fucking fantastic it was so great that's oh, great god I loved it <laughs> uh, so I mean keeping things exciting I mean there's I mean really I, the key to that is just fucking talking to him and being yeah. talking to him see what, seeing it, what he wants if you have anything in mind that you want to do and just remember just because it doesn't work like just because the thing that you try doesn't work doesn't mean the end of everything and also it doesn't mean that you should be ashamed about bringing it up either no. you know because that's why and especially that's a great way to get him to open up as well like as from a woman's perspective of that I usually go to him I'm like hey I want to try this yeah like or watch this put on the porn and be like I want to do something like that. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And then their fantasies usually just drop out of their mouth as you continue to open up about your sexuality. They will definitely do it in turn because they're like, this girl is awesome that mm-hmm. she is so down to talk about this and to actually do these things as well. And there's some things that have been brought up on both sides in my relationship where we didn't even want to try it. He's like, that's not for me. And yeah. well, I was like, that's not for me. But be open about that mm-hmm. because once you get into it, not that you can't stop it or anything, but it's just like it's hard. There's a there was a, a time when I I got like there was something like put forward to me and I was like yeah I'll I'll fuck it yeah I'll try that I'll do it 
and it was just like a just a, and I, but I was also like very apprehensive about trying. I was like, I I don't know, like she, but she wants it, so so I'll try it out. Maybe I will like it. Right. And I just felt dirty in the bad way. Yeah. Like very dirty in in the way where it was. It's like even though, and I also wasn't doing it right. Like I didn't get it. Yeah. Like I was. It was a bondage type thing, and I like I didn't get what it was what, all about. Right. Like what you were supposed to do, how you were supposed to think about it. It just kind of like it just ended up being weird. That's actually what happened. I wanted Doug to hit me, mm-hmm. and he couldn't do it. Yeah. He was like, I can't. I I'm sorry. I that can't was do part it. of it. Yeah. And that was absolutely part of it. And now looking and I back, did it. and yeah, I and, oh. I've, and I was and. That's what, and like that's but that's also a thing where it's like if you felt that way you should have said I don't want to because yeah. Doug was very adamant he's like I will I can't yeah. I can't do it Doug's a stronger man than I am I guess that's what we've learned today <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though if you're uncomfortable with it don't do it yeah. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes then your ass hurts for days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's a damn good place to end. Thanks so much for writing in, Kelly. Yeah, and if you any of you guys want to write in, just write to us at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to join like all of our Facebook groups yeah. out there. We've got a uh, Cave Comedy Radio Facebook group, Last Podcast on the Left, all of that. You can also get a hold of us there uh, if you uh, so choose. Don't give a fuck how you get a hold of us. Yeah, just, add us on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Message me directly, Jack yeah. Zborowski. Yep, I got a Twitter, at Marcus Parks. It's a good one. You know? Oh, yeah. I never do anything with it. But, but it sounds really But add nice. me on Facebook. I have some clever bone mojos every once in oh, a while. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Sex and Other Human Activities. <laughs> My name is Jackie Zabrowski. I'm Marcus Parks. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.